Thanks for joining us here at AG Kolkata. We are the church for the open arms and we serve in the city of joy, Kolkata. It is our desire to reach out to those in need and to be instruments of effective change in a hurting world. If you like to learn more about us, you can simply go to www.agkolkata.org. We hope that you'll enjoy today's message. Questions are part of our lives. You believe that? Yes. You know, life without questions would be boring. I don't know if you realize it or not. From very small, you know, till you grow big, there are questions that are a part of our life. How are you? Is something that we are aware of every day. We ask each other. How was your day? At the end of the day, we ask that to many, many. You know, wives may ask their husbands, "Did you get your salary?" Hmm? Or when can we go for shopping? Hmm? These are questions very familiar to us. This morning we are going to look at a topic and that is a topic assigned to me to speak on today. We have been following a series of studies. Jesus' anointing by the Spirit. And uh, we probably may have this question this morning to ask. And that is, if Jesus is the Son of God, why he needed to be anointed by the Spirit? Questions, as I said. And there will be many other questions that I will pose to you this morning. That's why we started with question. But the question today we are going to ask, or many are asking, is if Jesus is the Son of God, why he needed to be anointed by the Spirit? Two reasons. First is, Jesus is the Messiah. You heard me speak uh, the first Sunday of last month on that. And I'm not going to dwell. That was a prophetic announcement of the Messiah. And today we're going to look at a little bit. Jesus is the Messiah. Jesus was going to fulfill the roles of both the Messiah King and the suffering servant. And so listen to what Matthew has to say. In Matthew chapter 3 verse 16 and 17 he says as soon as Jesus was baptized he went up out of the water at that moment heaven opened and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting on him and a voice from heaven said this is my son whom I love with him I am well pleased you see, Jesus knew that the Father loved him. Right? Jesus knew that very well. And the Father definitely loved his Son. Then why this voice again saying, This is my Son with whom I am well pleased. You know, why Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed One, being anointed again. Here is the answer friends. Simple. God was authenticating the arrival of the Messiah. 
and in a way consecrating inaugurating and giving his approval to Jesus's public ministry it is a heavenly declaration that the long awaited Messiah is here so that is the first reason Jesus is the Messiah the second reason is Jesus is our example our model Jesus will not ask us to do anything without him setting the example for us he's our greatest example he's our greatest role model remember that Jesus became human Christmas time we celebrate his birth Jesus coming into the flesh into our world a human form even though he was God he did not consider equality with God that's what the Bible talks about therefore as a human he was completely in submission to the father and was anointed by the Spirit as Jesus was led by the Holy Spirit throughout his life so we too must seek for the Spirit's guidance in all things and that is why we are looking at the theme this year Holy Spirit breathe on us and uh, this morning can you please repeat after me Holy Spirit we need you Holy Spirit we need you okay we're going to just see how important it is for us to say that and what we do at the end where we are you know I want to just lay out a little background to this Jesus is anointing by the Spirit you know, the Bible does not record much about Jesus's childhood you know after the account of his birth the only account that we get is at the age of 12 when Jesus went with his parents to the temple for the celebration of the feast but after the feast Jesus stayed behind and his parents realizing that Jesus is missing while they were traveling they were already in one day ahead in their traveling they realized Jesus is missing and they went back in search of him and after three days in the temple they find him listening talking and reasoning or asking questions to the teachers of the law after that incident at the age of 12 there is a long silence and now we read in Matthew chapter 3 Jesus's baptism by John the Baptist at the age of 30 years since we'll not be able to cover chapter 3 and chapter 4 of Matthew I'm going to use selective verses for our thought this morning so we're going to look at three thoughts about Jesus's anointing by the Spirit first of all the anointing see friends the anointing is one of the most min misunderstood term in the Christian world or in the church let me express the anointing in a simple term this morning the anointing is the touch of the Holy Spirit you see God the Father God the Son God the Holy Spirit is at work in our lives do you believe that God the Father 
God the Son, God the Holy Spirit as is at work in our lives. You know, look, you remember how the benediction is said? By the way, I'm not pronouncing the benediction now, okay? It's not time to go home, okay? But do you know how the benediction is pronounced? It is simply said like this, May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship and communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And this is exactly what we are talking about. The anointing is nothing but the touch of the Holy Spirit. It is the fellowship and communion of the Holy Spirit. To anoint means to smear on or to rub. In the Old Testament, Israel's kings and priests were installed in office by pouring oil or smearing oil upon their head which ran down their body. And it was an official designation and a declaration that the one who's anointed is authorized to serve. And Jesus was not anointed by oil at this time when we are reading. He was anointed by the Holy Spirit uh, simply letting everyone know the one that is anointed by the Holy Spirit is authorized to serve. You see friends, two things about the Holy Spirit's anointing. Number one, the Holy Spirit's anointing is personal. Look at your neighbor and say it's personal. The other neighbor now. The Holy Spirit's anointing <coughs> is personal. Look at Matthew chapter 3 verse 16 and 17. You can go back and refer to this. It says, as soon as Jesus was baptized, it says, the heavens opened and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting on him. Don't miss out that. On Jesus and then in Luke chapter 4 verse 18, this is what we read. Now, Jesus using the prophet Isaiah's word in Isaiah 61, he said, The Spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me. In these two verses, the anointing is personal. The anointing or the touch of the Holy Spirit, listen to this friends, is available for all but is only given to those who seek or ask it is personal another interesting thought we get here in these two verses that we read friends and that is jesus we find in three different places in matthew chapter 4 verse 1 the spirit is descending on him at his baptism and Matthew chapter 4 verse 1, after the baptism, he is led into the desert or the wilderness by the Holy Spirit. Then in Luke chapter 4 verse 18, he comes into Galilee, goes to Nazareth. In the synagogue, he said these words, the Spirit of the Lord is on me. 
You know, we can read these verses and then just read it and go through. But I want us to understand, friends, the Spirit's anointing. Three different places and three different times it talks about the anointing or the Holy Spirit upon Jesus. The point I'm making this morning, friends, is you cannot live on yesterday's anointing. You cannot live on yesterday's anointing. You need, I need the Spirit of God to anoint us today and each day. There is a song that probably the modern generation may not know about it, but this is a very, very old song. It is sung by a person called Lanny Wolf. And uh, the title of the song is A Brand New Touch. And I just take in one stanza, the second stanza of the verse, the song. Okay, listen to it. And then the chorus, it says, Yesterday has come and gone, and now a new day is coming on. I do not know what it may bring. My heart may cry instead of sing. But it matters not what comes my way, Lord, if you will just touch me each new day. Your loving touch drives away all fears away. Close by your side, I want to stay. And then listen to the chorus. It says, Lord, you know I need a brand new touch. My strength from yesterday is gone. But if you will give me, Lord, another touch, I'll have the strength to carry on. See, friends, it is a touch of God. This morning, would you tell your neighbor, the anointing is available for you? You say that. Do you want it? Say that. I told you questions, a lot of questions. The anointing is available for you. Tell your neighbor, do you want it? You see, friend, God wants to anoint you by his spirit. Do you want the anointing this morning? So first of all, the anointing is personal. Secondly, the anointing is powerful. Look at the way Luke says it in Luke chapter 4 verse 14. He says, when Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the spirit. In Acts chapter 1 verse 8, Jesus told his disciples like this. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. Now we know of different kinds of power, yes. We live in a world, we know of different kinds of power. There is a political power, every one of us know, okay. There is an administrative power, okay. There is a superpowers, you know, the nations claim to be superpowers. There is economic power, but there is also muscle power. You see people stretching the muscle and getting things done through the muscle power. But this power we are talking about is different from all of these power. It is God's power. It is given by God and receive this power not for our personal glory, friends, but for his service and for his glory. You know why some of us are fearful this morning to actually talk about Jesus? You know why some of us in our difficult times you know, we find it so, so overwhelming. It is because we are lacking this power, friends. God wants to anoint us by His Spirit. 
and if the spirit of god is upon you he will guide you in every situation in every circumstances so first of all we looked at the anointing the secondly second thing about the spirit's anointing is the assignment tell your neighbor the assignment okay you see friends jesus was anointed for a purpose never forget that jesus was anointed for a purpose jesus was very clear about his mission on planet earth he was aware of the assignment entrusted to him by his father listen to his mission statement jesus remember is starting his public ministry and he speaks you know presidents are elected lot of people are elected into the position and the first speech everybody listens right right there people are gathered to listen and jesus is making his first mission statement he says the spirit of the lord is on me because he has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor he has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind to release the oppressed to proclaim the year of the lord's favor now why did jesus come into our world friends simple jesus came to show and to say i love you amen we don't have to complicate the whole thing jesus came into our world to show and to say i love you you matter to me your life matters to me and if you take a moment and understand this truth friends i love you gives you the greatest of all acceptance nowhere in the world you'll find an acceptance like this i love you you matter to me gives us the greatest of the worth god values me and then your life matters to me gives us the greatest of the security no matter what comes my way god says my life matters to me he will see me through the greatest of the security that we get and so in these two words jesus unfolds for us two ways that he is going to do his assignment quickly number 1 is proclamation <coughs> jesus says i'm going to carry out my assignment by way of proclamation talking to people about god jesus tells us that he is going to preach the good news to the poor and when he says he's going to preach the good news to the poor it simply does not mean the literally poor it also means those who are spiritually in poverty spiritual poverty they have nothing to offer to god they you know are totally dependent upon him if he doesn't come through they are finished their only hope is god and so the earthly minister earthly ministry of jesus had to do with preaching and teaching yes he did healing yes he fed the crowd he did miracles but if you see jesus took time to preach and teach to the people friends and in his preaching and teaching this is what he wanted the people to do he wanted his listeners to move from rituals to relationship 
he was introducing through the gospel there is a loving god who loves you and he wants to have a relationship with you and so this morning friends the proclamation of the gospel is very very simple the good news is very simple the author of the good news is none other than god himself and god made the first move to bring this good news to our world and it's now people can make that move to enter into that relationship with god and so when we proclaim the good news friends we are giving people an opportunity to enter into relationship with god isn't that proclamation so great isn't so wonderful that we can talk to people about god and invite them into a relationship with jesus you see the apostle paul gives us both the power and the urgency of the gospel or the good news in fact in romans chapter 1 verse 16 he's saying i am not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of god for the salvation of everyone if people need to be transformed it can only happen through jesus christ his shed blood of jesus christ so there is a power in the preaching in the talking in the sharing of the good news friends but also paul mentions about the urgency i am compelled to preach the gospel he's saying woe to me if i don't preach the gospel in first corinthians chapter 9 verse 16 so there is a power of the gospel there is the urgency of the gospel this morning simple as i said life is full of questions since jesus mission and assignment is our mission and assignment how seriously have we taken it question that you and i need to answer is how seriously have we taken the assignment that the spirit of god anoints us to do thirdly i want us to look at you know again i said the third one let's go to third one it is the spirit's anointing brings us authority there is the anointing there is the assignment that comes to us for that anointing but we also get a glimpse of the authority that the spirit of god gives to us you see friends the anointing brings with it the authority <coughs> jesus was led into the desert by the spirit where he was for 40 days and 40 nights without food you know that during this time the devil comes to him and he tempts him it's recorded in matthew chapter 4 verses 1 to 11 there are three temptation that the le- that the devil brings to him first of all turn these stones into bread secondly prove yourself that you are the son of god by throwing yourself from the highest point of the temple because god has promised to protect you to take care of you thirdly you bow down and worship me and i will give you all the kingdoms of the world But you know what Jesus did anointed by the spirit he dealt with the devil he did not flee from the devil rather we will see how it happened 
but he dealt with the devil and there are two ways he dealt with the devil and i'm going to come back to the communion table in just a little while from now jesus dealt with the devil by combat tell your friends combat combat jesus used the spirit's authority and god's word that the scripture to rebuke and resist the evil one the devil listen to me carefully friends this morning you are no match to the devil without the spirit's authority without the authority of the scripture you are no match to the devil the devil will mince you if that is the language that we understand he will mince you you are no match to the devil without the spirit's authority and the scripture's authority on the other hand the devil trembles when you use the name of jesus the devil trembles when you rebuke and resist him by the authority of the spirit the anointing which you carry upon your life the devil trembles when you use the living word and remind him what is said in the living word here is the truth friends you are no match to the devil without the spirit's authority on the other hand the devil is no match to the spirit of god the second way that jesus dealt with the devil is crush tell your neighbor crush okay you see jesus what do you mean by crush jesus put the devil in his rightful place don't we come across this statement i put that person in the rightful place yes huh jesus put the devil in his rightful place the devil is no match to jesus friends look at what it says in verse 11 of chapter 4 of matthew it says simply then the devil left him the devil left jesus the devil is no match to jesus friends but listen to me this morning friends don't let the devil sit on your head hmm don't let the devil sit on your head keep him under your feet that's where he belongs i'm not saying it it's what the scripture says paul tells us in romans chapter 16 verse 20 the god of peace will soon crush satan under your feet your feet my feet you see friends the devil's rightful place is under your feet not on your head when you use the spirit's authority the devil has to leave when you rebuke him and resist him by the authority of the spirit that god has given us in fact isaiah chapter 59 verse 19 i'm going to request our service to please come would you please come it says like this we are reminded that when the enemy comes in like a flood the spirit of the lord will lift up a standard against him who will lift up the standard the spirit of the lord will lift up a standard this morning the spirit's anointing is available for all of us 
the assignment is given to all of us the authority is given for all of us would you just come this morning and say thank you jesus that this morning the word of god is there for us and we can experience the power of your anointing this morning i want every eye closed every head bowed this morning we're coming to the table of the lord the table of the lord is a beautiful celebration and communion of relationship with the lord it is a feast friends it is a meal and the feast and meal takes place between god for whom he laid his life down he purchased them with his precious blood we are a member of the family this morning thank you for brother loishus for reminding us this morning in the beginning of the service when he says good morning family this is what jesus brought about a family but also jesus brought us together and he taught us about forgiveness friends and he told us that he loves us that he forgives us and we are called to forgive one another and finally he invites us to continue in that friendship that he has offered to us friendship with the world is an enmity with god friends but this morning we are not going to live the way that the world conforms us to live we are going to be transformed every day by the spirit of god thanks for listening to this message from ag kolkata we hope you would stay connected by following us online you can find us on facebook twitter and instagram by using @agckolkata we would love to know how this message has touched your life please take a moment to share your story by emailing us at stories@agkolkata.org at hope you have a great week ahead